Welcome to episode three of the Deluxe. So today I will be somewhat ranting um, again, but not as angry as the previous two I did, which were both about just the current state of hip hop and um, just Kanye. (laughs) So this one's not going to be as negative, um, but I do have some thoughts um, for sure. And it kind of relates um, to what I talked about in the first episode regarding hip-hop beef, specifically right now, Lil Durk and NBA Youngboy. And this beef is unfortunate, (laughs) to say the least. Um, It started, obviously, with King Von's passing and, um, you know, Kwando Rondo and, um, you know, YB kind of just fanning the flames of of that and bragging on Von and stuff. And it's just, it's a nasty beef, to be honest with you. But um, it's it's reached a point where, you know, they're actually making active music, like dissing each other now. So I thought it was pretty interesting to talk about it, um, especially because this is the type of hip hop beef we get now. We don't get the harmless kind anymore. We get the kind where it's like, oh, yeah, somebody may actually die. Um, you know, I mean, the Tupac and Biggie thing was really the first of its kind of hip hop beef leading to that. Um, but a lot of it seemed... Like it, like I, I don't think anyone really expected anyone to die from it, especially because hip hop was still so new, and you know Biggie and Tupac, like they said things towards each other, but rappers always said things like that, and the way they ended up passing was, again, it, it I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was completely unexpected, especially with what happened with Pocket Cod Studios, but, um, you know, you run. If if that timeline goes again, if if we if we run that back t- ten times, I think that five times both of them make it out alive. But that's a story for a different day. Um, with this beef though, I, it does worry me because I feel like we've seen this movie before, and it usually doesn't end very well. But um, I want to start with talking about Dirk's diss track and then YB's diss track, and then I also want to touch on Dirk and Vaughn's albums, which of course released around that time because beef is promo now. That's that's what we're doing now. Um, but yeah, so starting off with Dirk's diss, um, Aha, which <sighs> I'll say the tough part about a lot of this hip hop beef thing is that I do love diss tracks. Now, drill drill tracks and diss tracks, which I think are just two different things, because dissing is like, I mean, drill is a form of dissing, but it's like a more extreme level. But I love diss tracks in general. Um, you know, I don't necessarily like the part where niggas is talking about killing each other, but um, like actually killing each other, because obviously people going to say that in hip hop, that's what we do. Um, but you know, I do enjoy it. I do, especially if it's cleverly done and you're not just saying like, oh, I'm going to kill this nigga. Like if you're saying... If you if you find interesting ways to diss somebody, I'm always gonna be for hearing that. Um, and I I just you know I like lyricism in general, and if you can <laughs> relate it to that, I mean more power to you. Um, but this this Dirk track, man, it's um I wouldn't say like he went the most like in depth. Like to me, it's more of like a kind of like a appetizer to like whatever real diss um, or like a real diss track. But you know his um the hook you know about Vaughn and stuff was was definitely hella catchy. Um, that's one thing Dirk's really good at is making really, really catchy hooks, um, which is very evident on his album. Um, but yeah, that album, it was it was a good track. At first, I think I I definitely liked it more the first time I heard it, and there was the shock value of it. And even watching the music video, who I think 
it was two people in there where I was like, that's an interesting choice of someone to have in this video. Um, I know he had T Grizzly, and if I'm not mistaken, he had Fredo Bang too, both of which I think have issues with young boys. So that was very, very intentional. And that's the interesting thing about Dirk. Like Dirk definitely comes from the school of Jay-Z and Drake when it comes to beefing. Um, he's not always going to jump out first and you know in some of some of those like with jay and, and drake's case they don't usually tend to jump out first at all um but he gonna let you say what you gotta say for however long and then he gonna give you a few lines when he feel like giving you a few lines and i mean you could you could you could always argue that wasn't completely a diss track towards him he just gets he gets he you, he'll give you a, a verse two he'll give you a hook but he's not gonna like give you that much life and if he again if he do give you that much life it's gonna be He's not going to flat out say your name and, like, be super direct about it. So definitely comes from that school. And that diss track was um, very apparent. And to be honest with you, like, when you when you have that style where you're kind of more subliminal than direct with it, it can it, it, it can be a benefit to you in as far as I think it, it works when you're going back to casually listen to a song like that where you're just subliminally dissing somebody because you could attribute it to anybody but the issue is when you're actually in the war it don't really hit as hard because it feels like you're kind of half-assing it so i think that's one of the reasons why like you know with the story of um adidon versus duppy like the story of adidon hits so much more because pusha t is shooting directly at drake whereas drake's just kind of he's he's throwing shots but like he didn't say nobody's name, you know what I mean? He didn't say nobody's name, and when you don't say nobody's name, it don't hit as direct. It don't hit as direct, but I do think it has more replay value down the line um, if you do it like that, because, you know, if you end up swashing a beef with somebody, suddenly hearing those lines is not going to really, <laughs> it's not going to hit the same, because you're like, damn, these niggas is cool now, but yeah, so, um, and kind of going off of that point, um, young boys this track I hate young boy to me was a much more powerful uh gripping diss track for sure um for one I mean it he went on everyone that he possibly could have gone gone at um from Dirk to 4pf to Gucci man to boozy for some reason he just I mean he he it was shots everywhere man it was shots everywhere and I, I can respect that and I'm not gonna lie I, I probably enjoyed that diss track quite a bit more. Um, it just, it, it had so much, just, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't, I, you know, every line, know what to expect. When I first heard it, um, on the opposite end of AHA, like, I, I was like, okay, he's saying a lot of names. Okay. Okay. But, like, I didn't really, it didn't really hit me. And then I heard it a few more times, and, yeah, that shit, I was, I was running that shit back for a while, honestly. Um, and it's not just about like the people we diss. It's, it's, it's again like I think the gap isn't wide, but I do think that um, Young Boy raps better than Lil Durk. And I think Young Boy of all of, like his contemporaries, um, he just he's he's different. He he's different. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, he's different. Now I think music like the the bodies of work he puts out, um, I would argue Dark Dirk makes probably better albums and. Some other people that are kind of his contemporaries make better albums than Dirk than um Youngboy does, and I, I, that's why I think Youngboy really just needs to focus in on an album instead of just dropping all these random projects that aren't bad, but like they're not special. Um, but as far as like skill set wise, like he he just has something. He has something different. Um, 
Like, I don't, I don't, I really don't think Dirk can make a song like that. Not, not to that level, not that, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, because they have very similar skill sets, but I just feel like if he really wanted to, maybe he could, but I don't think Dirk's going to give us a, I, I, I don't think Dirk will give us a I hate young boy. Not like that. Not so direct. Not, um, just not as hitting. I mean, yeah, Dirk is, is, he's emotional. He puts emotion in his songs, but the odd, the type of auto-tune he has, I mean, his, his vocals are so drenched in auto-tune that I feel like it somewhat dilutes the emotion of what he's trying to say because we hear that so much within him, at least when it comes to something as nuanced as a hip-hop beef like this. Now, Again, we're going to talk about his album, and you have a song like What Happened to Virgil. See, that type of auto-tune is perfect for that. And that song, I've been, I've been singing that song all day today. Um, and, you know, y'all, like, that, that, that's different. But when it comes to hip-hop beef, man, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I honestly don't think this beef is going to go too much further when it comes to music, when it comes to full-blown diss tracks. I mean, I'm, they're definitely going to throw more shots at each other. But if they ever just got into a war of like, yo, know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, I'm I gotta take Young Boy. Also, I mean, when you don't got nothing to lose, which clearly he's acting like you don't got nothing to lose, um, you you're gonna be a pretty scary opponent. Um, and you know, Dirk has a lot more to lose right now. I mean, his his status right now is bigger than it's ever been. He's just getting he just get, what about to get married. Um, you know, he has, he's so connected when it comes to the industry. Like, everybody messes with Dirk. He's on everybody's project. Like, he, he has a lot at stake right now. Whereas Youngboy is, I mean, he's damn near independent. He, he, he's signed to Atlantic, but he's kind of blackballed. He doesn't have the backing of everyone or most of the industry. Um, he has a Fed case right now, which he clearly doesn't seem to care about whatsoever. So, you know, they're on completely different completely different footing like they're they're just not they're not at the same point in their career now i would say that it's almost arguable who's the bigger artist in this situation because like young boys fan base is just it's 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 something unlike i've ever seen honestly at least in this era um and i'm not saying i mean i'm not saying he's the biggest fan base in the world but his his level of cult fan base um, for the type of music he makes isn't is not precedented honestly it's not precedented and I, I mean Dirk has he has more I fans I would guess but they, I don't think they're as dedicated to him as young boys fans are um I don't know it's 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 a very interesting thing um but those diss tracks were definitely definitely um you know just kind of marks where we are in the landscape of hip-hop right now where you know this is the type of hip-hop beef we're gonna get and it's it just feels very hollow. Um, I'm somebody who who enjoys hip hop beef, you know, maybe maybe a little too much, but I, I you know I, I I enjoy it, you know what I mean? I enjoy it, but I don't I don't like the the threat of you know looking at the news one day and finding out somebody got shot again. Like it's that's just not that's where it doesn't become fun. And because this whole beef literally started because somebody died. <laughs> Like it, it, it's hard to not think of the inevitable um, with this whole, with this entire situation. Um, and you know, just to talk about the individual artists themselves um, a little more, um, you know, Dirk really is at a he really is at a crossroads right now. Like he can choose to double down on this and take this wherever it goes, which is a pretty bad idea. Um, I mean, you could use pro- 
all that promo shit is cool until you know you see your name you see your name in a Rico, and you know his one of his affiliates um, or some of his affiliates are already named in a Fed case. He knows this. He knows this too well. He has a few songs talking about it. He mentions it. He mentions it a lot, and it's like, you know, I think he was actually smart to kind of go at Young Boy the way he did in that song where he wasn't too direct and he even had that little um, kind of joking like this is not this shit is not real at the beginning like that was that was kind of that was kind of um clever but at the same time man like as clever as that is like you know he's that's not gonna fly in court man they they, they're gonna get him on anything they want to he could he can make that joke all he wants but i mean he got videos with gun i mean it's just like bro like you, you you can't it's too much footage of dirk out there on youtube and wherever else that would just completely screw this nigga in court if he ever was really named enrico um, and I think he went a, a good route, I guess, with the album not being too heavy on, like, beefing and, and just talking, talking down on folks. I mean, he definitely has it still on a few songs, but it's not as bad as I expected it to be, considering everything that's happening right now. Um, but at the same time, it's like, man, like, he's just at a point where he's bigger than ever, but I also feel like, he, yeah, he's he's hot. He's hot right now, but he's also hot in a bad way. Where, you know, again, I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't know what they're doing over there in the fit. Like, I don't know. I'm just gonna leave it there. I don't. I don't know what they're doing. And I know it's a lot of bullshit that's going on around him that they're not turning a blind eye to. So he gonna have to move carefully. Um, and it's it's just scary because it seems like the bigger some of these guys get, um. And especially if they continue to double down on their image, um, it's just not a good mix. It's not a good mix. Um, you, you see it a lot with people like Pooh Shiesty and, um, I mean, 6 9 I guess. But that was really, he was just dumb. <laughs> that's, that's really all it came down to. He was just really dumb. Um, you know, and many, and many others, many others, like, y- y'all get, y'all get so... Y'all get y'all gain so much notoriety, and then y'all just stole it away because y'all couldn't stay away from what y'all what got y'all here. Um, and as far as Youngwood goes, like he just he doesn't care. He doesn't care. I I, I truly think Dirk does care what what happens to him, but I don't think Youngwood cares at all. Um, I mean, dude really started a whole trend of you know spreading money and saying y'all niggas gonna die. Um, you know has still has a lot of a lot of stuff that would pretty much that should pretty much put him away for maybe not life but for however long there's so much evidence out there um and to be honest with you I don't even understand how he's how he's on house arrest right now I I don't I mean I'm I mean, I'm glad he is I mean I don't I'm never unless it's Kodak honestly I'm never really going to be like yo lock that nigga up and the only reason for Kodak is cuz Kodak I mean that dude is a that dude is yeah. <laughs> He should not be on the streets. I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, but every as for most other rappers, I'm not. I'm not really ever gonna like be like, yo, like lock, like I hope you know. I hope they go to jail or whatever. But um, yeah. I mean, it's just like, bro, like you have, you you. He has so much out here. Like he has so much out here. And I think I seen an interview where Birdman said he could. I think he tried to compare him to Lil Wayne or something like that, and kind of just like him being in jail and the numbers he does and all this type of thing. And I mean, I don't. I mean, I, you can't say anyone's Wayne, like no one's Wayne. And um, but at the same time, there definitely is some parallels there. 
um, there is some parallels there. And I think young, like, young boy is definitely one of Wayne's many sons <laughs> for sure. And that's always going to be a compliment. Cause I mean, Wayne got a lot of them. Um, but, um, you know, young boys definitely made a name for himself. Um, and you know, if he keeps, if he keeps on the up and up, which I mean, I don't think he will, he, the sky really could be the limit for him. And it's just unfortunate that he got into this beef, which honestly he, he fanned the flames of even before, like, well, I guess right after he fanned the flames of it. And it's just like, man, like, I don't know. I mean, it's a tough situation because, like, it, it was his mans that did what happened. And it's like, it's just unfortunate because if he, if he still had those connections, I think it would be easier for him to care. But because it's like, all right, well, everyone's against me. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel bad for – I really don't feel bad for almost no one in the situation, to be honest with you. Um, even, I mean, rest in peace to Vaughn. We'll talk about Vaughn later. But um, I'll just say it's hard to feel really bad for anyone in the situation because everyone – has pretty much shown their ass to some extent, I'll just say. Um, but it's unfortunate because, you know, you don't want people to die. You don't want people to go to jail. Um, but, you know, it's like y'all y'all, y'all had this, y'all have a platform, you know, with music now. And how y'all choose to use it, I mean, it's on you. You know what I mean? Like, this this is y'all way to get out of what y'all were grew up in. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to speak on it too much. It's not something, it's not a world I'm from, so I'm not going to act like I know everything about it. But you just always wish that people can take the little baby or Jay-Z route versus taking the Tupac or whatever you want to say, whoever you also want to say route of kind of just crashing and burning and going dying and going to jail. Um, so, yeah, both of them are really at a crossroads right now. Um and I, you know, I've been worried, I've been nervous for Dirk for a while, you know, since, really since I seen um, that case with some of his people. So, you know, whenever, whenever I go on Twitter or whatever it may be and just see some headlines about either one of those two, whether it's <laughs> option A, door A or door B, I'm, I'm just not going to be surprised. But um, getting a little bit um, off of that. Well, actually, no. Before we get off of that, let me just say, um, I pray, man. I, I, I'm praying, and, and I'm not really a praying man, but I'm just gonna say I'm praying that at some point, like, we get away from the disrespect and the, the dead thing, man. Um, I'm not gonna speak too much on it else on it, but that's just probably one of the most, the saddest things about you know what happens. Um, in these these mainly just drill beats and drill beefs in general, or I guess I'd say beefs that kind of kind of spill into drill music beefs is that because it's not just affecting, you know, um, the people involved, but it's affecting like families and all types of stuff. And it's just really a sad thing to see. And it's 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 especially sad to see how much, you know, the, the industry kind of props it up. And I, it's not by mistake. It's not by mistake. I mean, I know what these record labels are doing. They're 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 doing this on purpose to try to make. Because they, they know this is what this is what makes money. This they know they they know how to profit off stuff like this. And they're profit. They're literally profiting on death and negativity, and they're not propping up none of the positive shit. So you know, again, that's what that's where we are now, though. That's that's where we are. Um, and there are a lot of people who try to blame DJ Academics, and um, you know, honestly, I mean, I'm not. I don't. I I don't disagree with that take either, and I think the whole Chicago thing. And him not wanting to take any, like, level of blame for it is just kind of ignorant. 
um, he, 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 you know, whenever people blame him for stuff, instead of take, instead of taking what, like, t- seeing kind of both sides of it, he kind of just is like, man, nah, look what y'all rappers do, look what y'all do, and it's like, all right, bro, like, I don't necessarily think all of it's on you, like, you're not actually on the streets, like, instigating folks, um, and to be honest, a lot of these artists, especially now, they just say things on their own. I mean, he'd just be reporting stuff nowadays. I don't know about back then. I wasn't really early on the academics thing. I really only was privy to him, I think, after Everyday Struggle. But, um, you know, he could take some responsibility, but it's also, it's a lot of blame to go around. And it starts, honestly, I wouldn't even say it starts with the artists. I say it starts with the record labels. I think the record labels are way more um, complete. Com- I forgot the word, not complacent, compliant. I can't, you know what? I forgot the word. You know what I'm trying to say? I think the record labels are way more to blame than anyone. Um, and I, you know, obviously this stuff with the streets is like, it's complicated and stuff. And, um, you know, I can't really get mad at nobody because they were put in these situations just from systematic racism. So, you know, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes all the way up to the, to the top of the total pole with that one. So we're not, we're not going to break that down, but that's always my biggest thing with people is like, y'all can't, blame one person but also if you get part a portion of the blame don't act like you had nothing to do with it because he definitely does he does prop that shit up a lot he does he he's he's one of the people i referred to when i'm saying like yo this is the this is the stuff we are putting on the forefront of hip-hop he is a he is one of the biggest proponents of that but it's not on him and i'm just gonna leave it there um so I think I'm going to start with the Vaughn album, because the Vaughn album came out first. And I'll just say, I have a previous episode on Vaughn and a few other recently passed artists um, as well. And I'm a huge fan of Vaughn. I would I would say, honestly, I might even be a bigger fan of Vaughn's music than I am Dirk's music. And that's just because I think that Vaughn did something very differently um, from anyone in his contemporaries of just being able to like tell a great story. Um, now the flip side of that is you could argue some of his stories were not stories but we'll, we'll talk about you know his his legacy his complicated legacy a little bit a little bit later but um yeah so Vaughn you know he has a he has a way with words as far as telling stories telling very descriptive stories and I just I don't know I, I've, I've always appreciated the way um he can paint pictures and he's always had great beat selection is really good with um just he's really he's always been really good with hooks too um and I don't know he just he just stood out to me as talent wise um even 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 away from Dirk and stuff because I think Dirk my 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 biggest criticism of Dirk is I think Dirk makes a lot of the same music a little bit too often and I always felt like when I listened to a Vaughn album or Vaughn song um the beats were a lot more there are a lot more variants in the beats um and there's just a lot of certain songs that he makes that I just feel like are just they're just different like it's just it's just different than a lot of the stuff you you'd see out Chicago so he was always one of my favorites definitely my favorite Chicago rapper which I know I, I was never the biggest Chicago drill person like I I had a very basic like okay I like G Herbo I like Lil Bibby I like you know I wasn't even I wasn't even like super big on Keith which I know is like that's like crazy to say but like I, I wasn't I was very late on the on the on the um Chicago drill thing and I really was I was really casual with it so Years later, when Vaughn really came out, like I was, that was really my favorite um drill artist, honestly. And this album, you know, being that it's a um posthumous album, I think 
for one, I'll, I'll say with Posthumous albums, I think the first one is usually the, the least offensive because you could argue that the artist were, was already working on that anyway. Um, and I think, you know, this it was a very solid project. Um, I got to go back through it and find some more of my favorites. Some early ones was the one with him and Fabio because him and Fabio, I, I, I wish they got to work together more because Fabio is another one of my favorite, um, my favorite, one of my favorite New York drill artists. Um, and he and Vaughn had dropped, I think, I Am What I Am, which that... <laughs> Back in 2020, that was one of my favorite songs back then. So they did it again with, I think it's called Straight To It. He had a really good song with A Boogie called um, My Fault that I really liked. He had another, he had a, he had a song with Dreezy again, because he had a song with Dreezy on his first project that I really liked called, I think, Mad At You or something like that. And I really liked that. And this one was called Hard To Trust, another great another great song. Um, he had a good song, I think, OMB Peasy. He has some good songs, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And there were some solo ones, too, that I can't remember. Also, he and Dirk. He and Dirk never missed together, ever. Um, Evil Twins, that, that song go crazy. Um, so my point is, yeah, Vaughn kind of did it again with just solid, really solid, really solid, solid album. I think it was about 20 tracks, too. Um, and again, that's that just kind of speaks to, like, his, his variance and, like, the type of music he makes because artists like that i don't typically like to listen to that many songs from them there's a very select few of artists that are in that kind of ilk that i will listen to 20 songs of um but um yeah nah he's he he really he really did uh, he did it well <laughs> whoever put it together did a good job hopefully it was stuff that was already gonna come out um but yeah it was it was it was a very solid album and i wasn't really surprised by it um, but Vaughn's legacy is so complicated, man. And I see it all the time on Twitter. Where people make jokes about, oh, Vaughn, look it up at Asian Doll, like just shaking his head or, you know, man, basically just making jokes about Vaughn, you know, going to hell or Vaughn being a serial killer and stuff. And I mean, none of these jokes are wrong, to be honest with you, like Dirk or not Dirk, sorry, Vaughn, um, it's pretty well documented from Vaughn himself and, you know, YouTube detectives, Reddit detectives, that this man had more than a few bodies on him. He had more than a few bodies on him. And that's kind of what makes his death so complicated. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, nobody deserves to die. Like, I I don't subscribe to that. I'm sorry. Like, I, and I'm not saying that some people, well, some people should. I'm not going to hold you. But I'm not going to lay out a list of everyone who, who I'm glad did, because that's insensitive. But and Vaughn, honestly, it's complicated because when you're an artist and I really like your music, I'm definitely never going to be like, oh, I'm glad he passed away. Like, if I like your music. If you don't like your music, it's a different story. <laughs> but if I like your music, like I did Vaughn, I'm I'm definitely, even if you do perpetuate violence, like, I, I can't, I just like music that much, as messed up as it sounds. Um, but it's unfortunate because, you know, he's, he's, he's hurt a lot of people. He's hurt a lot of people both the people who he may have put in the ground and their families. Um, not only that, but just, you know, having somebody like Tuca that he always, I mean, he's the one who really made Tuca so mainstream. And it was weird. There was this one song, um, really good song he had with um, 21 Savage, that I think went viral on TikTok as a snippet a while back. And it's Vaughn from Beyond the Grave talking about Tuca, which is just... I can only imagine as a family member of him, like, or even a friend, how that would make you feel of, like, you can't eat, like, it's like, this dude's not even here, and I'm still hearing him disrespect, <laughs> like, 
I don't know. Like it's 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 kind of it's kind of crazy, honestly. It's kind of it's kind of crazy to 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 see that. Um. Yeah, but on another note, um, Dirk's album was unexpectedly calm, um, considering all of the discourse prior to it. Um, I mean, I, re- I actually, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, and the thing about Dirk albums, you're never really going to get anything that's, like, groundbreaking. I mean, he drops pretty frequently. Um, but he has enough variance in the albums to keep you interested. And kind of like I said with Dirk with uh, Vaughn earlier, he's one of the few that, like, I probably listened to 20 songs from him, but I think he's had, had like, 14, 16, something along those lines. I'll, I'll listen to a good, you know, 12 to 16 songs from Dirk. Because, um, he, you know, he, he adds enough to it. And I definitely liked... Definitely a few standouts in that album. Um, like what, what, yeah, what happened to Virgil is easily the best song off that project. I like Golden Child, no interviews, differences, kind of catchy. Um, Federal Nightmares. Um, go, yeah, there's a lot, there's like a lot of good stuff on there. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, you know, he's 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 good to give you a few of those each album. A few things that you're always gonna be like, yo, this just some certain things are gonna just gonna get stuck in your head. Like that's that's where his melodies um are really you know he it's hard to do melodies nowadays because everyone's doing it but what sets whoever apart when it comes to melodies is just being the catchiest that's something that Roddy Rich did so well before he kind of fumbled with this new album but if you can have melodies that are catchy enough um it don't really matter how many people do it or how many of your songs sound the same because everyone's just like yo this is a new melody and for this album it's oh my god what happened to virgil like everyone everyone is saying that now um i say it in my head at least five times a day so yeah if you can do that then it's not gonna matter how many songs you do um and it's funny because i you know dirk always be you know no auto dirk and stuff but i I genuinely feel like yes there's some people who do like dirk with no auto tune but i feel like a lot of dirk fans like him like gravitate towards him um because he does that versus you know back then it was like you know Lil reese and keith which keith did a little auto tune but not not for his like more well-known songs and um you know herbo baby like like that wasn't their thing like that that's kind of dirk's thing um, and that's kind of what sets him apart from them and allows him to kind of cross over as well. I mean, he has a song on there with Morgan Wallen, of all people, called Broadway Girls. There's no other Chicago rapper that could do that. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, that, that, that shit kind of fire. That, that shit kind of fire. Like, I actually, I found myself listening to it earlier last night. Like, uh, yeah, that, that, I mean, that country dude, he, he, he got some, he's definitely shady. He definitely got some, uh, <laughs> some allegations about certain uh choice choice racially insensitive sensitive words he's used but yeah i mean he and dirt kind of sound weirdly good together um but it was it was it was a good album i don't even know what i was expecting i mean probably this honestly because i liked his last album um probably a little too many songs but it's definitely a lot of a lot of catchy stuff especially on the deluxe um and you know judging from the sales and stuff he his his He's nowhere, you know, he's not going nowhere. His, I, I was curious to see if, like, you know, folks was a little bit tired of him. Um, I mean, I'm not quite there yet with him. I'm a little bit t- more tired of little baby. I need him to take a little break. But Dirk, to me, still does enough differently, um, especially in a lot of his features to where, you know, I, 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 I definitely was going to check this out um, no matter what. But I was curious where everyone else is at. And clearly, the public has spoken. Um, Dirk is... Dirk's only gonna keep going up from here. It seemed like, 
Um, and the only thing that will really stop him is if he can't if he can't maneuver um, with this particular beef. Because I feel like he moves pretty smart for the most part. Um, and that's not something I can say for a lot of rappers nowadays. A lot of rappers move super sloppy and just super dumb. You you wonder if anyone on their team cares about them because of the stuff they put out. Um, and in some cases, that's kind of their whole image. But I think Dirk does a good job of kind of operating where, I mean, yeah, that image, the image that he portrays is kind of the prevailing image right now. So he does that well without incriminating himself too much. He still does a little bit. Quite a bit, but at the same time, <laughs> in an era like this where people were literally naming naming names, where they buried the body, all that stuff, like, it's, it's you know, Dirk is about as low-key as you're going to get. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this 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 era of hip-hop beef is it's kind of sad to me because, you know, I like hip-hop beef, but if it's going to be this, I mean, y'all can keep it for real. Y'all can keep it. I mean, I, I hate... This is a little bit better than the social media game thing. I mean, they do they did do a little bit of social media games, but at least they've actually dropped music. I mean, I, I said it last episode, but I was just so disgusted at two grown ass men who are legends in this game, in Drake and Kanye, were 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 doing a little Instagram petty shit. Like, are y'all serious? Y'all 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 have families. Y'all have been in this shit for ten plus years, and y'all are playing games on Instagram. You as a grown man, Kanye, are doxing, are doxing Drake. Like, it's just like, bruh, like, and then Drake did his little goofy shit, too. I mean, it's and even, I feel like there was some trolling shit directed at him through the album cover of CLB. I don't, I correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't know. I, that was, that's a theory I have, but that whole beef was just really corny. Um, And, you know, you either have that where, yeah, those two be saying shit, but I don't think no one's really going to die behind neither of those two. Um, but, you know, someone could actually, so you either have that where nothing's gonna happen, but that's good, but no music is coming out, no meaningful music is coming out, or you have, you know, Dirk and Youngboy, who, it started because somebody died, and another, more people could die from this, so take your pick, you know what I mean? And, um, this is actually not about Pusher relating to the Drake thing this time, but he made a... I think I saw him make a comment about how hip-hop beef now is very... It's hard for it to happen because everyone's so sensitive and you have labels being like, oh, don't don't diss my artists and yada, yada, yada and stuff. And I don't know how much truth there is to that. I don't know how much of that was him just kind of add to his narrative with his beef. Um, but I could I could believe it to an extent. But my only thing that's confusing is like, why do you care if you're a label? Because it will make you more money. And no one's career is really going to get ended. And that's kind of what he alluded to is like, you know, it used to be that when you got dissed, like your career would end or your career could be ended. And I don't necessarily think we need to go back to that. Like, I think it's unfortunate. Like you have people like Ja Rule and others, you know, who, you know, it's not that they're bad at music. They they woke up and were bad at music. It was the fact that they had a hip hop beef where they just kind of looked like a fool. Um, I don't, you know, I don't want people to get their careers ended, so to speak, but there should definitely be not even a stain. It's just like, you know, you have NBA teams, you have NBA players like Kobe, like LeBron, who they have years where they win a championship, you know, they they do well, they beat everybody, and there's years where they get their ass beat. They might not even make it to the finals. And that's how I think it should be with music. You you win some, you lose some. You know what I mean? I mean, Meek, 
Meek was an interesting case because Meek, it seemed like his career was going to end, but then he kind of bounced back. But at the same time, he lost a lot of momentum and never reinvented himself. And he's relevant now, but like he's not what he used to be. Um, but that, you know, that's for a variety of reasons. But I do think it somewhat started with the beef um, that, you know, that where he lost. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would like to get back to a point where it's harmless it's harmless. Um, it, you know, maybe some issues have, maybe some issues spark it. Maybe it's competition. You know what I mean? Um, what I, I will say, what I don't want on the whole other end of the spectrum is, uh, I'm gonna say it like this: is Royce the five nine Tory Lanez rap beef? Where y- y'all remember that era where Tory Lanez was challenging all these rappers to like rap, out rap him, or see he could out rap them? I don't want that either. I don't, I don't want to hear Royce the five nine rap. I don't want to hear like Joe Budden. Like I don't want to hear those people rap. But I'm talking about the Kendricks, the Coles, the Drakes, the Wale's, the Big Sean's. If you, if, if you, if you respect them like that. Um, you know, dudes that are not gonna most likely nothing's gonna happen behind it. Um, and you know, they may have a little bit of issue, a little, little, little spice behind it, but you know, we care about what you're rapping about. You're not just rapping about, oh, I'm the best rapper because of this. And I think that's actually where Kendrick kind of he kind of came a little short when it when it came to the whole or the Drake thing that was supposed to happen because he didn't really get specific. And he kind of was just trying to bait him because I would have liked to hear him actually like lay out stuff instead of just being like, I'm the God MC, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I, I, I want to see it again. If it's going to happen, I want to see it again. But, you know, let's let's keep everybody alive this time, please. Um, and on that note, I am out. <laughs> so another episode of the Deluxe. And also check out my mainline podcast, Put You On Pod. It's all on the same feed. But yeah, I'm going to catch y'all later.